0: Welcome to the Idaho Reports podcast for July 27th. I'm Melissa Davlin. COVID numbers have once again crept up in Idaho and throughout the U.S. In July, the state surpassed 5,000 deaths related to COVID-19, and the statewide positivity rate hit 15.3% earlier in the month. In many parts of the state, that was even higher. Catherine Hoyer, public information officer for North Idaho's Panhandle Health District, joins me this week to discuss the current COVID wave, how it's different than previous waves, and how the hospitals are coping. Catherine, thank you so much for joining me. What's the situation in your health district right now?
1: We have certainly seen a rise in our cases, our positivity rates, and even our hospitalization rates over the past few weeks. Um, The dominant strain right now is a strain of the Omicron variant. So we're no longer seeing much of the wild, original uh, strain of coronavirus. Um, Omicron has taken over Delta, and now we're seeing a strain of Omicron, the BA5 variant.
0: But let's talk a little bit about that. You say it's not the same as that wild first year that we had with covid, pre-vaccinations, pre uh, you know dependable treatments. What's different about this particular strain?
1: Well, the great thing about um, this virus strain, if you can call it great, um is that it's it seems to be less severe. Um, it causes less severe illness, um, especially if you've been vaccinated, you should experience a mild, mild symptoms. Um, it also has not caused as many hospitalizations and certainly has not caused as many deaths um, compared to when we experienced the delta wave, which is which was a severe um variant um of coronavirus that caused many hospitalizations and many deaths.
0: Let's talk a little bit about your positivity rate in North Idaho right now. Currently, it's one of the highest that we've seen in the state's seven health districts. Uh, what what do we know about how many people are testing positive, and how do home test kits play into that conversation?
1: Positivity rates are still a very great data point to look at. I know that that's been argued due to the number of home tests that people are taking. Um, also, some people may not just they may not be getting tested any longer. You know, you don't feel good and they just decide to not get tested at all. Um, In Idaho, we don't count home tests in our case counts. Um, Idaho doesn't have a system for that. So they're not reported in our numbers. So to um, to be very transparent, we're probably seeing a fraction of the actual cases in our positivity rates and our case counts that are reported. But the great thing about a positivity rate is that when there's so much spread within a community, your positivity rate is going to reflect that. And that's what we're seeing right now. So even though the number of tests might be lower, the positivity rates are showing us that there is significant community spread.
0: I was looking at the numbers for Benawak County and a couple weeks ago, the positivity rate was at 50%, but there were only eight tests that were recorded. Does that tell you that only eight people sought out tests or is there? are we seeing another testing shortage in some areas?
1: There certainly isn't a testing shortage. Um, we are definitely seeing a l- less people coming to be tested at a traditional lab PCR type test and they're choosing to go with the at-home um, tests that they don't need to report. Also, if there were eight positives in that county, that doesn't mean that those was the total number of tests done.
0: It, let's go back to hospitalizations because that's another incredibly important indicator about the health of our healthcare systems. Um, this strain isn't causing as severe illness in most people, especially if they're vaccinated, you said. What is the state of hospital capacity right now?
1: Yeah, so just about you know a month ago, we were maybe seeing... Up to five people in
0: the hospital due to COVID. Um, and this, this is in your health districts this specifically. Is in
1: District one. Yeah. So our jurisdiction, it spans the five northern counties of Idaho. Um, but just in the last few weeks, we're seeing numbers in the 20s. So we're hovering between 20, 25, 27 people hospitalized lately, with maybe five of those in the ICU. Um, It's nowhere near where we were at during the Delta wave when we had, you know, up to 130, 150 people hospitalized with COVID, which was extremely concerning and put, um, you know, our hospitals into crisis standards of care. We're not near that number, but it still is concerning to see a rise like that when we were in such a good place um, with such a low number of hospitalizations due to COVID.
0: Right. There were times during the spring where there were no... Not a single death recorded uh, from COVID on uh, on some given days, and very very few hospitalizations. But like you said, this is nowhere near where we were in September of last year, where there were just at Kootenai Health and Coeur d'Alene alone more than a hundred people at any given time hospitalized. Is it possible we'll get there again this fall? Though
1: it's always possible. Um, right now, I. I would say if the BA5 variant continues to be the dominant strain, I would say that's not probable um, just because it is so much less severe. Um, But when we continue to have so many people that remain unvaccinated, you remain a vessel for the virus to potentially mutate. And the unfortunate side of that is that we never know what it might mutate into, if it's going to be something less severe or more severe, such as Delta versus Omicron.
0: So we'll cross our fingers for more Omicron type variants. Um, Can you talk a little bit more about how the treatments are different now than what they were when the the first year we were going through this and, and all the uncertainty we saw in 2020 and the beginning of 2021?
1: Yeah. So vaccination is still our number one preventative tactic. Um, also, people can take um, non-pharmaceutical pharmaceutical measures. Those are always recommended, um, especially if you're in a crowded area, such as social distance or physical distancing, masking, um, There's lots of other viruses spreading around too. So washing our hands is always a great idea and always highly recommended. Um, But also now we have um, therapeutics that can be offered. But the key to those therapeutics is that they need to start early on in your your illness. So once you test positive, if you're a person who may have more severe outcomes um, due to your age or other medical conditions, then those are therapeutics you should probably consult with your doctor about getting on as soon as possible.
0: What's your take-home message as we do transition into the fall and the new school year?
1: Absolutely. Consider being be vaccinated. Um, the vaccine is available for anyone six months up now. So our kiddos can become vaccinated. Um, those five-year-olds that are entering into kindergarten, um, I would highly recommend they become vaccinated. If you are um, due for a booster, Um, then please check the CDC's website. They have a chart where you can check when you should be boosted, if you are um, eligible for even a third or fourth dose. And then also just know in the fall, um, the word is that there will be another vaccine available similar to how we're vaccinated for the flu every fall and winter. So in the fall, expect that you can receive another vaccine. Um, We're hopeful that it will be um, geared towards fighting the Omicron variant because our vaccines currently are geared towards fighting the wild original strain of COVID. Um, also, the Omicron variant that's spreading right now, um, we look at the r naught, which is um, how, um, how contagious it can be, how many people are going to be infected from one um, positive individual. And with this Omicron BA5 variant, um, we're looking at a highly contagious spread um, with the r not being between 10 and 15. So each one person that is sick could potentially spread it to 10 to 15 other people. Um, that is concerning just because sheer numbers, if we continue to see cases rise, um, we know that the larger number of cases we have, the more likelihood we're going to see um, hospitalizations and potentially deaths. So it is important to continue to take precautions and... Uh, protect yourself before the fall months come.
0: So, in other words, even though this is less severe, it is more contagious. And even though you personally might be less likely to make it in the hospital because of this, somebody else might.
1: Exactly. Yeah. The more likelihood of spread. And um, I mean, Anyone that plays with numbers, the larger number you have, the more likelihood people are going to fall into this bucket and this bucket. Um, And what we've seen in the past, and we've continued to see trend with COVID over the past two years, is that when our cases start to rise, about two weeks after that is when we'll start to see the rise in hospitalizations. And then unfortunately two to three weeks after that is when we'll see the deaths as the outcome. Um, So we're really hopeful not to get to that place again. We're hopeful that we won't see as many deaths as we've seen in the past and that people will choose to, to be vaccinated and take precautions.
0: All right. Well, Catherine Hoyer, thank you so much for joining us this week.
1: Thank you, Melissa.
0: And thank you for listening. Remember to follow Idaho Reports on social media for all our online content and listen next week for our interview with Governor Brad Little. We'll see you then. Presentation of Idaho Reports on Idaho Public Television is made possible through the generous support of the Laura Moore Cunningham Foundation, committed to fulfilling the Moore and Bettis family legacy of building the great state of Idaho by the Friends of Idaho Public Television, and by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Hi, I'm Marcia Franklin, the producer and host of Dialogue. For more than 25 years, we've been bringing you conversations that matter. More than 150 of those conversations are with writers, and now you can take them with you wherever you go, while you're walking, around the house, or in the car. Just search for Dialogue with Marsha Franklin on Apple Podcasts and other podcast platforms, and remember to subscribe so that new shows download automatically. Enjoy.